When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The podcast that really needs to start accepting user submissions for this thing because I'm just so tired. <laughs> I'm so yeah. tired, Mike. I don't yeah. I can't don't know what else to say. I'm tired. Uh, hundred and eighty something of them now. Like, are you gonna make it to two hundred? I I don't know if I'm gonna physically make it anyway, much less <laughs> have something to say for Yeah. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. I just have to say exactly the same thing every time, which I'm pretty fucking tired of also. So, <laughs> uh, Do you want to trade these? Well, we do that on Patreon if you are not a member. Oh, my God. Early plug. Uh, we, we do swapsies so that yeah. you get to say stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. You, no, don't change the format. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll think I'll be better next week. Okay, well, uh, today we're going to talk about... Rodeo. Rodeo. Yeah. The Rodeo. The Rodeo. rodeo drive. Ro- <laughs> oh my god, that would have been a good, fun thing to talk about had I thought about maybe, it. Maybe it will be. My uh, straightest first, thing is that didn't even cross my mind. Um, yeah, but first... <laughs> uh, news? Yeah. Okay, great. News. <laughs> News theme has just evolved into me making weird noises. Because <laughs> I want you to hate it, but you keep... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you know. You know. Keep trying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes me happier than you failing, so... <laughs> <laughs> you would have loved me in chemistry class then. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Austria is a country. It's not Australia. Just I'm, so we yep. are clear. Austria this week issued its first ever intersex birth certificate. Ooh. Yeah. So Alex Jurgen uh, has been fighting for four years to have his uh, birth certificate corrected to read intersex. He's 42 years old. He identifies as male, but is also intersex. And um, in 2018, he won the right to have a passport with an X as the gender marker and then moved on to the next piece of documentation, his birth certificate. Um, he is expecting to receive it in the mail soon with the sex listed as INTA, the word for intersex in German. Uh, quote, I'm very happy that the law and the government have finally recognized this, Jürgen told the Thomson Reuters Foundation. Many people don't accept that there can be something else. The uh, the court back in 2018 ruled that the terms inter, open, and diverse, which I guess is just German for other or Austrian for other, uh, must be accepted for birth certificates. Wait, so why did it take so long? I think just because shit takes a long time. Like, yeah, like laws have to, someone has to write it down and then <laughs> they have to put in the, tell Sally at the front desk that she's allowed to put an x i write software for a living and that shit is fucked the things that you think would be simple are just not yeah i agree Um, so one thing that's interesting is uh 
this at least this article on pink news talking about this says that 1.7 percent of the population is estimated to be born with sex characteristics and hormone receptor responses that differ from social expectations of female or male here's what blows me away that figure if accurate means intersex people are about as common as twins or people with red hair i know a bunch of twins i know a bunch of people with red hair apparently i know about that many intersex people also wow that's crazy so a, a red-haired twin intersex pairing, <laughs> like, if you're one yeah. of those, man, you're yeah. in the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, Just play the lottery. That's crazy. I had no idea. Uh, so thanks, Austria, I guess. Yeah, good work. Good work. Thanks, Alex, for fighting for so however long. Yeah, forever. Ever. 42 years, apparently. But like... Working for a while, <laughs> yeah. Making progress for... Slightly less than that. Um, okay, next. Next. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Why is Andy Samberg hot? <sighs> He's so hot. I don't get it. He, he has a weird it, big mouth, and like that's part of it. His just his smile is so bright. He could light up any anus. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to write him a Billy Do I think and see if it gets back to me because I want to go to there. A what? Plurry word of the week, Billy Do. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I just, <laughs> I actually did not even think Polari. I just assumed it was a micism that I just didn't know yet. Okay, Polari. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, I am my mother's son, and I will just make shit up and throw it into a sentence. <laughs> so, really, you're at a disadvantage. There is like a, you and your mom have a separate dialect that I'm like starting to get familiar with. Um, I also thought I'd try to like karate chop it in here in between new segments to see if that would throw yeah. you off the trail. Yeah, nope. I'm too quick for you. I've got my Polari towns on it. I don't know. Uh, Billy Doo. Billy Doo is uh, Polari for love letter. Oh, is it? Does it tell you how or why? Yeah, it comes from French, apparently. A Billy Doo is... Um, <clears throat> A French term that I guess means love letter. I don't know. It doesn't say why. It just says Billy Do noun love letter derived from the French Billy Do, <laughs> which is very helpful. Fantabulosa, a dictionary of Polari and gay slang by Paul Baker. Are you sure it's not Billy Do me? Billy Do me. Yeah, like that. Dear be like, Billy, dear Come Billy, on. do me, and then it just got shortened. It got truncated on either end. Man, um, I would be truncated on either end. Yeah, truncate me, Andy Samberg. So, wait, um, oh yeah, why is Andy Samberg in the mix? Not that I'm complaining. I brought Andy Samberg up because of his new supernatural rom com movie that just came out on Hulu, starring uh, him and Kristen Milioti, called Palm Springs. Have you seen it? No, but Hulu keeps really pushing it. I mean, if you watched even one episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, they basically force you to watch it. Yeah. Like Netflix will just, or Hulu will just be like, nope, you're watching this now. Nope, Bob's Burgers yeah. is out. You're watching this. <laughs> yeah, um, like trying to find your like things I'm actually watching section has moved down so far because it's like, hey, have you heard of these 10 new Hulu series that are not that interesting? <laughs> it's like, yes, I have. Stop it. So uh, it's a film, and Samberg plays Niles, a guest attending a wedding in Palm Springs who finds himself stuck in a Groundhog Day time loop type situation. Um, every morning, he wakes up to find himself reliving the wedding day, not his wedding. Uh, and then he starts having fun with it and does a bunch of stuff. And then uh, Kristen Milioti apparently gets stuck in the time loop with him somehow. Uh, her name is Sarah. She's the disgruntled sister of the bride. 
Anyway, apparently at one point, because he's been stuck in this time loop long enough, he tries hooking up with a dude named Jerry, uh, who is one of who's one of the groomsmen at the wedding. Uh, he tells Sarah about the encounter afterwards, and she replies, you fucked him? To which Niles responds, quote, he fucked me. He put his penis in my butthole. <laughs> yeah, I know how it works, Sarah says. I'm really glad I try it, Niles replies. Matter of factly, he's a sweet guy. He goes on to say that while it was an enjoyable experience, banging dudes isn't really his thing, and that's fine. And uh, Queerty reported on it and and says, you know, the brief exchange is refreshing to see as Sarah doesn't respond with any sort of shock, surprise or outrage, but instead sort of shrugs her shoulders, happy that Niles had a positive experience experimenting with another man. And it was sounds like it wasn't used for like a punchline other than like just the absurdity or whatever of his situation. Yeah, although there is a screen cap of of uh, what I assume is the point of insertion in Andy Samberg definitely has <laughs> has a uh, oh man look on his face. <laughs> so the point of insertion that's my favorite Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Wait, is it is it hot? The the still is it sexy? Is it good? It's this. It's definitely for comedic effect. I mean, he has this big old weird mouth wide open in a like, <laughs> oh man, this is happening now. Kind of look on his face. Andy Samberg could fit three dicks in his mouth with room to spare. Yeah, Andy Samberg does make a lot. <laughs> um, does make a lot of gay jokes, but in a way like that. Like that seems very Andy Samberg. Like he talks about like, oh yeah, and then he and I fucked and. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, yeah. I think I, I think I like it. I think I like it, too. Also, he 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 is in he he has he shows more skin in this movie than in Ooh. in in uh, most of the things I've seen him in. If any of the previews that I've watched are any indicator. Dan keeps nodding his head. Did you, did you see it, Dan? <laughs> I watched it last night. Yeah. Uh, technically, I fell asleep watching it last night, but. <laughs> A ringing endorsement. <laughs> I've, you can ask, Daddy. I fall asleep during everything. So, did you at least? How was the the point of insertion? <laughs> I got to that point. Uh, yeah, uh, that part. I saw that. Definitely lots of skin. Um, as you said, uh, I enjoyed it. I was. I. I want to go back and finish it. So, uh, it's. It's has like a definitely a Groundhog Day Russian Doll sort of premise as you stated and yeah that's fun it's goofy all right well maybe I'll uh, watch it what's then. his name the guy that won best supporting actor for that movie about the drum teacher who was super abusive nick Cannon. Uh, <laughs> no anyway uh there's there's a there's a he won oscar best winning uh he won best supporting actor, actor for that yeah, that I think movie? So. isn't that I, Drumline? Is that the movie you're thinking? Oh no, God, no, not Drumline. <laughs> oh, he's an abusive. <laughs> oh yeah, so, so yeah, I think he's a, an abusive drum instructor. Uh, I think the movie is called Whiplash from 2014. Oh, okay. J.K. Simmons is in uh, Palm oh, yeah. Springs. He was he played the abusive band leader in that movie, and I believe won the uh, best supporting actor for that. Gotcha. I I think Tina Fey every time I see that man because it's the mm-hmm. only way I'd remember that his name 
is because of the just keep Simmons joke. Just that she keep did at, Simmons. At, at the Golden Globes. <laughs> or as Matthew McConaughey calls him, just keep Simmons. That was the joke. <laughs> Anyone hasn't seen it. Have we Great. talked about Tina Fey and Amy Poehler's opening monologues enough that everyone has seen that now at least our we listeners could probably go back and if we found all the times we've referenced it just put it together our Compile. voices doing the yes whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> probably uh okay news the last are you ready yeah yeah okay uh the internet sucks okay so uh <laughs> hey kyle truth hey, oh, hey mike did you know that chicago mayor Lori lightfoot is a big old lesbo i did not I didn't either until I started reading about her, and she's now my new favorite mayor. So uh, she is married to uh, her, her wife. Damn it. I had her name <laughs> written down That's somewhere. ideal. That is the best case scenario. <laughs> oh, man. That must have been a different article. I don't see it in here. Anyway, she is uh, the mayor of Chicago is uh, as a lesbian and. Uh, very, very liberal, a queer woman of color in charge of a city that big. That's really, I think that's the ideal here. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so uh, Kaylee McEnany, who doesn't even deserve the word C-U-N-T. <laughs> she's even lower on. I got it. Like I've heard people call her a trunt, which I think is is uh, it's close. We need to workshop something appropriately the, bad for her. What's the TR part? Trump. A Trump cunt is a trunt. So, oh, got it. Got it. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, on Thursday at the at uh, at a White House press conference, uh, Kaylee McEnany referred to her as a derelict mayor at a briefing. Um, she said that the city leader was, quote, doing a very poor job at protecting her streets. And and again called her the derelict mayor of Chicago, so Brian and derelict Bennett, the uh, second Polari word of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Brian Bennett, who I don't know who that is, but he tweeted: White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany just called Lori Lightfoot the derelict mayor of Chicago, and she said she should request and said she should request federal help to secure the city. Mayor Lori Lightfoot retweeted that and said. Hey, Karen, watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, McEnany, Kaylee McEnany, who's the White House press secretary, she is the personification of the general concept of Karen. <laughs> Whose name sounds like it's already bullying you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um... Lori Lightfoot's wife's name is Amy Eshelman. Eshelman, excuse me. I thought you were going to say Amy Adams at first, and I got real excited, but that's fine, too. Let's start. We can start that rumor. Done. Um, It started. She also, back in May, uh, Lori Lightfoot had some colorful words for the president. She said, quote, I will encode what I really want to say to Donald Trump. It's two words. It begins with F and it ends with you. (laughs) Those are lyrics to a Miley Cyrus song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, she's amazing. And that's the news. I have to I I just hate how all of politics is like basically twitter clapbacks now like that's how that's political discourse it's i hate it i get it's funny yeah. when when your person does it but i don't know but cool i mean twitter apparently is gonna 
fuck all of us based on that hack that happened last week. So, okay. Well, that's the news. Uh, that's the news. Thanks. Speaking of sending uh, idiots money. <laughs> uh, I want to thank. Wow. This. Well, I don't know if I should do the Patreon thank you after that. Um, no, we should. Okay. I want to thank uh, Kelsey Pabst, uh, Fernando Limon. Uh, Tito Burrito. It's in all caps, so I have to yell it. Fernando Lamont. I know that bitch. We play World of Warcraft together. Oh no way! And Kelsey Pabst is that of the Pabst Blue Ribbon family because I, I I I would go back on on beer if it was free coming from them. <laughs> yeah. Wait, pre coming what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, Maurice. Uh, uh, This is going real well. This is real good, Kyle. Shut up! <laughs> sound it out, Kyle. One letter I, at a time. Okay, in my head, I just had a teacher being like, sound it out, and then I got nervous, and I couldn't... Okay. Uh, Maurice Coatsier and uh, Shiru14. Okay. Which, if that's well, your thanks. legal name, good for you. Uh, yeah. Thanks, all of our Patreon members. If you want bonus content and episodes and, I don't know, to hear Mike and I reverse the things we say at the beginning and end uh you can go to patreon.com slash cage podcast indeed do it in or don't it's fine or do do whatever you want we're you know we're not here to pressure you do you want to talk about the rodeo let's talk about the rodeo yeehaw great here we go (laughs) (laughs) we're on our way uh Mike, have you ever been to a rodeo? Yes, and it is traumatic. It is a for, traumatizing for, experience. For whom? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're if you're okay, I haven't been to the rodeo since I've been out. And mm. as as a closeted person, it was just like cruelty to animals, cruelty to myself looking at the <laughs> cowboys. It was like it was a cruelty lot to handle. Cruelty to the active participants who seem to be like <laughs> that's not <laughs> Anyway, uh, wait, did, did you go in Washington? Yeah, for sure. The Bickleton Rodeo is a annual event. Or, I mean, obviously not this year, but the Bickleton Rodeo happens in a teeny tiny town, even smaller than the one that I grew up in, uh, just south in Klickitat County. And uh, it is, uh, it's a thing. And I have gone and I came back a new man. I- have you? Have you been to a rodeo? Yeah, and as a Texan, I'm required to judge any non-Texas-based rodeo, so I look definitely look down upon you. Like a Washington rodeo. Like, I don't know. That's just liberals wearing boots. No, no, no. It's Eastern Washington. I know, I, it, it's I not liberal. Know, but, but Don't ruin but my joke you, with facts. Oh, have you ever noticed that people in Eastern Washington sometimes have a Southern accent? And you're like, why? <laughs> Your family is from Pennsylvania. Like, like <laughs> it's a thing. Maybe they immigrated from Texas. Maybe. Uh, yes. I, I went once when I was really little with a friend's family. Um, and like, I never went with my family. They were like far more Texan than we. Um, and so I like barely remember it. Uh, I was in like elementary school or something. Okay. So yeah, deaf wasn't out. I mean, you have a terrible memory. Did anything stick with you from that experience? I remember trying to get the uh, the the like husband, the, the father of my friend. I remember trying to get him to change the station to a more like 90s pop 
kind of station and he won. Okay. I mean, that seems like clearly the most important highlight. So I'm, I'm glad I mean, that stuck with you. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that I look back on and I'm like, Oh God, why did I like, I was just, I hate that. I, why was I so weird? Why am I? Someone sent me a DM that was like, you're so weird. You're great. Or something that's like, that, eat that. yeah, thanks. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. Okay. Uh, can oh, I start by telling you about the gay rodeo? Yeah. Tell me about the gay rodeo. Do you know anything about the gay rodeo? And maybe so, pretend like you don't if you know a whole bunch about it. I don't know a whole bunch about it. So I'm excited <sighs> to hear what what you have to say about it. I will say, however, that I did watch the first 30 seconds of a YouTube uh, clip about the gay rodeo and i stopped and immediately went down a rabbit hole uh that is going to be a separate segment that's not oh. actually about the rodeo so go 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 ahead go ahead go ahead <laughs> that's the hard-hitting research we i was hearing <laughs> i watched the first 30 seconds of a youtube video i you love know, that i i feel like i do the same thing like i read the headline of three articles so let yep. me tell you about it yeah um yeah, if anyone expects us to have more knowledge than 30 seconds of a YouTube video, this is the wrong place. Okay, I read one article about this on <laughs> High Country <laughs> News, which is hcn.org, and it was actually about the photographs of the gay rodeo. So, you know, um, and it was the article was by Emily Benson. Um, okay. So, uh, High Country News. High Country News. And it's Great. a .org, which I just I just really enjoy figuring out which ones are .orgs. Because just why? 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 Hi, country. So as you said, there is a, a, a person that they quoted in the article a couple times is Rebecca Schofield, a historian at the University of Idaho who studies gay rodeo. Because that's a thing. People study yeah. gay rodeo, uh, gender and sexuality in the American West. Yeah, I, there's so many times where I'm like, yes, we have that person studying that, but no research on asexuals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I was going to I was going to ask, which would you fund first, asexual female animals or gay rodeo? Because apparently gay rodeo won. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get. Yeah, the, uh, not yeah. there. It's an interesting take on masculinity and the subversive subversing stereotypes subverting stereotypes which is fits in with the show so i guess thank you rebecca schofield that helps so uh rebecca said that uh quote gay people see it as a oh this is uh talking about straight rodeos so kind of what you said quote gay people see it as a place where you could be gay bashed so it, that speaks to just gay people tend to not feel comfortable at rodeos um mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so the mid 70s uh that's actually when the gay rodeo started. So the fact that it was around in the seventies is crazy to me. Hold the phone. Mm -hmm. Okay. The 19, the night, the 1970s. Okay, great. Nope. The 1870s. Oh, yes. The oh, 1970s. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, um, no, no. So, so in, in, in my segment, there is a quote that I'm going to talk about where the person said that, gay rodeo was 40 something years old and i did not believe him so oh well <laughs> confirmed from at least this one other article written about pictures great okay great <laughs> uh you know of course the point is 
because gay people don't feel comfortable at rodeos and the cowboy is seen as this traditional masculine feature of America. Um, the idea is to take that, turn, turn it on its head. They have uh, all the regular events that they have in, in normal rodeos. That's, I shouldn't say normal rodeos in heterosexual rodeo in the general rodeos. Uh, so men and women though can participate in any of the events. Something though, is that, they really specifically have men and women. Uh, they're, they are okay. not super non-binary inclusive, which always confuses me on when, when gay shit hasn't like gotten up to date on that. But yeah, but it's also kind of sporty, right? Like, like sports don't really have a lot of space. They should, but they don't currently have a lot of space for non-binary folks or yeah. intersex folks, uh, or trans folks. Um, yeah. Like that's, I don't know why they would be at much further ahead, any other sport, I guess, but yeah, it always feels like, okay, well that's one step forward, but there's so many more to go like gay rodeo. Sure. Cool. But like, there are a lot more to go. It's mm-hmm. just like, you, I feel like you got to like break down or people tend to only be able to like fathom one breaking a barrier at a time. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Sports are segregated, just like the Oscars. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I had to bring it back to something I care about. I don't care much about the rodeo, so that like I'll have to bring it back to things I care about. The, the thing about the gay rodeo, though, uh, back to our buddy Rebecca Schofield, uh, says, quote, Even if we make a cowboy more inclusive, is it not still invested in a narrative of settler colonism and environmental degradation? So it's, it's an interesting mixture of, I mean, you said at the beginning of this, like feels very animal cruelty kind of thing. Like just cause it's gay doesn't make it any less animal harmful. Like it's still those things, but gay. Yeah. Yeah. What are your yeah. thoughts, Mike? Um, are my thoughts mm-hmm. so one thing i know for sure is that like and we will probably get hate mail about it there are a lot of people mm-hmm. that don't think rodeos are cruel to the animals that the animals are rarely hurt or like the human beings are hurt more often than the animals are that it's just entertainment and nobody's actually getting hurt at least not the animals and that describing it as animal cruelty is something they would take umbrage with but i also don't know why like why do we wrestle steers to the ground that's weird (laughs) (laughs) well and like tie animals balls up so they get angry and jump around a bunch like yeah yeah i yeah i'm very much on the side of i think i think any kind of sport involving animals i think humans in general like pretty much everything we do to animals could be counted as animal cruelty but like yeah any kind of sport involving animals like i I don't know i don't know how that isn't how do you force an animal to try to buck you off while you ride it without that being a little bit shitty to them yeah yeah be nice everybody just be cool yeah, pet, pet, pet your horses. Save a horse, fuck a cowboy. Um, what? So, I, I, to me, the gay rodeo is one of those times where you have to be comfortable with the fact that it is both good and bad. That that 
you cannot assign a net positive or negative to anything that things can exist in conflicting nature. And there's a, there's a dichotomy there. And it's great that someone wanted to have a more inclusive rodeo. I also don't think rodeos should exist at all. And that doesn't change just because it's gay. Yeah. There's something to be said too for moving the needle for society, right? Like you, you take something that's super hyper-masculine like that and then make it explicitly gay and then show it to people. People are going to hear about it, be exposed to it, have to confront their ideas about rodeo means and what, what gay people mean. And that's there's probably some utility there, right? Like you could argue about whether that's worth it or not maybe, but it, it seems yeah. it seems useful to me that gay rodeo is a thing. Yeah, I mean, that's... I, I agree. I, I, I like things that subvert the masculine ideals. Um, and, but it's weird trying to score. And you're right. It's probably is useful for people to see that imagery and see two cowboys holding hands or whatever. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I don't, I don't want rodeos to exist. So, well, I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's like, there's the like, what's helpful within the confines of the current world? <laughs> and, you know, maybe gay rodeo is helpful in the fact, like, just knowing that rodeos are and will exist, do and will exist. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. Then a gay version is helpful versus yeah. like, in my ideal world, there would be no rodeos. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Philosophy. Um, okay. You, you say stuff. Okay. I'm going to say stuff now. So... I have to get set up for something. I'm going to lasso you with this cable. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm going to hope that this falls within fair use. But I want to play for you the first two verses of a Willie Nelson song. Ooh. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. strange impulse out on the plains of West Texas There's many a young boy who feels things he can't comprehend And a small town don't like it when somebody falls between sexes No small town don't like it when a cowboy has feelings for men I believe to my soul that inside every man there's the feminine And inside every lady there's a deep manly voice loud and clear Well, the cowboy may brag about things that he's done with his women But the ones that brag loudest are the ones that are most likely queer Um, okay, so that is the Willie Nelson version of a song called Cowboys Are Frequently Secretly Fond of Each Other. <laughs> um, Wait, the whole. Go ahead. By who is the original? By? So it was written in 1981 by a man named uh-huh. Ned Sublett, and it is based on his life experiences growing up in Texas. He was born in Lubbock uh, it, it, when it came to 
this sort of weird homoeroticism that he found in the cowboy community and at rodeos and trying to make sense of it and how much of it was actually homosexuality. And I, I just I'm fascinated that, first of all, the song exists, that it was written in 1981. Yeah. Second of all, that Willie Nelson decided to cover it in 2006 third of all it's um it's like uh apparently one of his most successful songs of the last decade no way and uh it's just it's just super interesting and then you start talking about the lyrics it's crazy it's Um, so explicitly it's like it's not it's not using innuendo or subtext to get the point across it's super literal yep Yep. Well, there's many a strange impulse out on the plains of West Texas. There's many a young boy who feels things he can't comprehend. And a small town don't like it when somebody falls between sexes. No, a small town don't like it when a cowboy has feelings for men. That's just, I don't know why it gives me chills, but it, like that, <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I mean, I come from a country music background, right? A country and Western music background. So the fact yeah. that this exists and it just sounds like a Willie Nelson song, but it's about this as I weirdly touching. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which now it's oh, like the, the country music scene also just like rodeos and cowboys, like have a, a stereotype of being homophobic and, and are, and are homophobic. Yeah. We'll get to that. If you're okay, I'd like to continue to break down the song. Um, yeah, sure. So it was written in '81. I think that that's a lens that we have to keep in mind. There's some of this. Some of this is problematic for an almost 40 year old song, though. I think we can overlook that while we talk about it. Okay. Um, so the second verse is, and I believe to my soul that inside every man there's the feminine, and inside every lady there's a deep manly voice, loud and clear. Well, a cowboy may brag about things that he's done with his women. But the ones who brag loudest are the ones that are most likely queer. And so gender binary stuff aside and Mm -hmm. association of gayness with being feminine aside, I think it's super interesting that this verse is touching on the fact that in toxic masculine societies, the most masculine bro-y bro of them all, it's believable that that person is actually the gay one. Mm. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think haven't studies shown that homophobic people are more likely to be gay? Indeed, they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. It's like, I mean, we all did things to try to compensate for being gay to try to prove otherwise. And that's one way that people can do that is talk about how many chooks they fuck, dude. Wait, I just turned yeah. myself on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, okay, here comes the chorus. And I think it's interesting that it touches on the stereotype that the gays love leather. Okay. The the chorus is, cowboys are frequently secretly fond of each other. Say, what do you think all them saddles and boots was about? And there's many a cowboy who don't understand the way that he feels for his brother. And inside every cowboy, there's a lady that'd love to slip out. <laughs> <laughs> so... A couple of things. The first first is the is the association with leather here, saddles and boots, that that's like something that attracts the gays, I, mm-hmm. I think is is interesting. And the other one is, I don't know if you caught it, he says inside every cowboy, there's a lady that'd love to slip out, which I took mm-hmm. to mean he's saying all cowboys are a little bit gay. Yeah, yeah, no, I, th- I like, well, and, and that's a, something interesting about, you know, before when you were saying kind of the ideas of, of men and 
femininity associating gay with femininity. It could be, I mean, read as just he's also talking about in men in general, like in both times, men in general have feminine sides to them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I like that. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't think about that at first, but yeah, I love that. Okay, last verse, and then the, the, the end of the song is just the chorus again. But the last verse is uh, is um, problematic. Okay. <laughs> no, not problematic. I, what, what's the word that I'm, I, I want to get at? I think it's being honest about what's true and real for rural conservative communities and how gays feel and are interacted with. So here we go. And there's always somebody who says what the others just whisper. And mostly that someone's the first one to get shot down dead. So when you talk to a cowboy, don't treat him like he was a sister. You can't fuck with a lady that's sleeping in each cowboy's head. So it, the, the um, this, this, this verse is saying you can't, you can't, you can't say, are you gay or I think you're hot? Like those societies don't allow for that. It has to be, it has to be whispered. It has to be hidden. There has to be undertones. There can't, it can't be explicit because you will die. Yeah. Yeah. I just identify so strongly with this. It's like, like why I was in the closet for 30 years, at least in part (laughs) is just this idea that like, maybe it's okay to be gay and everybody knows who the gay people are, but don't say it. Don't talk about it. I don't want to see it. And there are severe, potentially deadly consequences if that is exposed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's very real. And even if you're not in that like exact scenario, that the idea that talking about it is a, is a threat to your safety or. Yeah, I think that's very true. So now I want to play the clip. So Willie Nelson was on local television um, in. Let's see if I can figure out where this was. KXAN News. Um, sure. KXAN Austin. It is the NBC affiliate Austin. in Austin, Texas. I live there. In 2006, right after uh, recording this, he appeared on the local news there, and the reporter asked him about this song. And I think some of his comments are interesting. It's a, th- it's, it's like a three and a half minute interview. I'm just going to play like 30 seconds of it, but uh, I, I, I found it, I found it super interesting. I think uh, when he started, all of us have been wearing jeans and, you know, things for years. And one day he showed up in a suit and tie. And uh, we looked at each other and said, hmm, I think it's time for all of us to stop taking ourselves so seriously. And so, uh, uh, you know, it's no big secret that there are gay cowboys. I mean, there's been gay rodeos for 45, 50 years, so. Everyone seems to uh, just be now finding out about it, which makes it even funnier. I've found out through the years they don't care whether you're straight, gay, or what. It doesn't really matter if you. It's what kind of man or woman you are, what kind of person you are. So you've been an advocate for biodiesel, kinky freedmen, farmers. Would it be fair to say now you're an advocate for homosexuals? You feel that they should be open and come out whenever they choose to. Well, that's their business. I just, I'm an ad- advocate for freedom whatsoever. I thought I just, w- Willie Nelson, I mean, he's kind of a controversial character in country music anyway, because he's pro pot and, um, 
you know, has these sort of bad boy songs that he's written over the years. Hmm. Um, and I, I thought that was interesting. It's no secret that they're cow- gay cowboys. Yeah. And the, the way he's describing it is actually opposite of what we're saying a little bit. Like, hey, they actually don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Although that might be the the part about like they don't give a shit as long as you whisper like the the whispers part maybe I don't know yeah that part surprised me yeah anyway Willie Nelson apparently is is kind of cool or pretty down soups down yeah I love that I would have not <laughs> expected it I think if you like pot you are also you love gay stuff like gay or straight yeah. like you I think that's just hand in hand it, now in that interview uh, Willie does say that like he he doesn't think of gay cowboys very often <laughs> but uh, like doing the like on totes straight oh but yeah, yeah when i do it's no big deal that's fair <laughs> i don't think yeah. about straight cowboys that often yeah yeah anyway that's the gay cowboy song that apparently has been around forever wait can i tell you about a cowboy song then yeah hit me okay this is a more recent song um, I'm going to play a little piece of it. Uh, this is a song called Rodeo. Rodeo. Is this fucking Kesha? This is not Kesha. She has some good, uh, I bet she has some good, like, rodeo country kind of songs. I didn't mean to make you mad. I don't like when you upset. I'm going to call you later on, baby girl, don't you forget. I'm going to take you from this party. We might go and have some sex. Or we do that later on. Now we live like cigarettes. Okay, I didn't mean to make you mad. I don't like when you upset. I'm going to call you later on, baby girl. Don't you forget. I'm going to take you from this party. We might go and have some sex. Or we do that later on. Now we lit like cigarettes. And what... Is he coming what, out of straight? <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's That was the weirdest part for me, is saying baby girl. It, it was just... it the gender in songs, like I'm always really focused on that. Like that always stands out to me, even in straight people's songs. I mean, that's where you hear it all the time. Um, like, I mean, I think about Ricky Martin singing, she bangs, she bangs. Like I just, the gender mentioned yeah. in songs is like, so it's crazy that to me that he is out gay and has that, those words in there. Yeah. 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 Huh. Um, I just want to put my face on his face. Okay. <laughs> um, he, he was born so close to 2000. So I think there's has to be a cutoff limit, Mike. Is that true? Uh, he was born. We actually have the same birthday, April 9th. Uh, but he was born in 1999, which is a little bit later than me. Well, I want to party like it's 1999. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, wait. No, you <laughs> no, you want to party like it's 18 years after 1999. Sure, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, in case you don't know, Lil Nas X uh, rose to prominence, I mean, on, on the internet, but especially when his song Old Town Road came out um, with the Billy Ray Cyrus remix that got pulled from the country list because they said it was not country enough. It, I didn't realize how big it was. It was, it is the, oh, I didn't write this down. It was like one of the biggest or is the biggest, like longest uh, streak in the number one on the billboard charts um, mm. for a single. Um, and he came out as gay while it was on the hot 100. And according to this thing I read, it, he is the only 
artist to have come out while having a number one record. Wow. It's, I, I feel like it's that thing where it's like the, the line keeps moving up, up and up and up, which is great. Like, Oh, like, you know, in the past it was like, you know, after, after your success, then you'd come out and now it can be like, as it's happening, you can come out and, 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 you know, hopefully it'll someday be to the point where you know, one has to come out and it's just, Oh, they're gay. Yeah. Oh, they're straight. Cool. Interesting. But um, that reminds me of my fraternity experience. Like back in the day, it was a big deal if a brother came out of the closet after graduation. And then it was a big mm-hmm. deal when they started coming out while they were in the chapter. Mm-hmm. And now it's a big deal that they're getting recruited while they're out and gay and the chapter doesn't care. They still accept them anyway. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's kids are great. Gen Z is going to save the world. Yep. (laughs) Lil Nas X is the same as your fraternity. Um, Yep. He also won two Grammys. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got some some Mike country flavor and some Kyle country flavor. Yeah, that's that's about as country as you get, I think. So congrats for bringing that. (laughs) I get like the (laughs) Old Town Road definitely felt country to me. And and I thought it was just racist that it kicked him out. That one, that song that I just played did not feel as country. I mean, it has like his voice and, and guitar, but I don't know. Yeah. So in this in this similar vein, I had an idea for a game that I wanted to play. Um, the name of the game is Rodeo Term or Sex Act. <laughs> okay. But because you're so not country, I'm pretty sure that you would fail miserably. So I, I thought we would tag somebody in. Who? my mom we're gonna call my mom we're gonna play we're, we're gonna play rodeo term or sex act with my mom yeah are you ready for this yeah i'm so ready i'm sure i'm not <laughs> <laughs> let's call your mom we've got questions she's got answers it's time for mom's playing with ma johnson hi kiddos how are, are you, you driving somewhere hi fucking dan I'm just in air conditioning. I'm at Murphy and Gina's, and there's a lot of noise in there. Oh, gotcha. So I could take my seatbelt off, though. <laughs> I don't know. And it's my mask. You might want to buckle up, Mom. It's another segment of Mom-splaining with Ma Johnson. Sure. It's been a while since we've had you on. Yes, I am driving. <laughs> what are you drinking out of that mug? Gotta have my booze and my boys. <laughs> Well, Mom, we're going to play a game today. Uh, our topic is the rodeo, and uh, we wanted we wanted you to play a game that we are calling rodeo term or sex act. Are you ready? Oh, uh, yeah. Is there like music? Yes, it is that. <laughs> that okay. We were counting on that. So uh, I'm, I'm, we're going to, Kyle and I are going to name a term and we want you to say whether it is a rodeo term or a sex act or both. And then we want you to give your definition. All right. Did did you sing the rodeo song first to make it official? Oh, uh, you already did. I don't give a fuck. So I'm in a truck and I'm off to the rodeo. Yeah. You You did not do that. What is that? It's a, it's a bad song about the rodeo. Uh, Alleman left and Alleman right. Come on, you motherfucker. Get your left set right. Get off the stage, you goddamn dude. You know, you piss me off. You fucking jerk. You fucking jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Get on my nerves. Get yeah. off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can find a recording to play during uh, yeah this segment. Maybe we'll put it behind this. Uh, anyway, okay, so. Okay. This has been fun. Question one, Mom. Are. Yes. 
mutton busting. That is a rodeo word. What does it mean? Mutton busting is a little kid will ride a little sheep and they hang on to their fur to stay on. And a mutton is another name for like sheep meat. Yeah, although after your description, I th- I think that we should probably have that be what, what twinks do when they bang bears. They hold onto the fur and try not to fall yeah. off. Probably. <laughs> um, but yes, that is correct. Do you get the kick them if you're there on there? Do you like, get the kick them in the flanks? I mean, if, you're, if you've discussed consent and consent, kick them all yeah. you want. You don't uh-huh. want to kick them in the, you know what, if you want to keep going on the sex thing, no. I mean, depends on if they're into it. Maybe it'll make the sex last longer. Um, the next term, yes. uh, reverse cowgirl. Oh, that is sex. That that is correct. What is the definition? Definite. Reverse. So so ride them, cowboy. Don't let them get you. Okay, it's like doggy style only. Your wiener goes. I don't remember having done sex <laughs> so long. It's <laughs> Wait, I want you to finish that thought. It's like doggy style, but your wiener goes where? Your wiener goes where the cat is, not the doggy. <laughs> oh, is, is, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that the cat is the vagina and the yes. dog is the asshole. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, reverse cowgirl. Let me see. It's, you well, can't look it up. Well, I know what it is you're on top of the guy but you're facing legs feet instead of face yeah correct that's correct that's how i always have sex those guys are pretty dang stinking ugly i tell you (laughs) 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 no bags no bang uh okay mom question three how about bareback bareback oh that's both Seriously. Yeah, that's correct. It is riding a horse without a saddle or riding a wiener without a saddle. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're getting all of these, so we're going to get into a little bit more difficult questions. Don't Uh, call me the, don't do the color thing again, though. That's just, I'm so over it. Colored masks. Oh, the the hanky code? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I wonder if there's a cowboy hanky code. Um, okay, uh, the next term is pole bending. Oh, that's an easy one, Kyle. Mm-hmm. That's a for sure rodeo term. It's where you go in and around and in and out of poles. It's a bolt again. <laughs> it's back to that bend your wiener reverse cowgirl deal. Bend that pole around. No, I don't. (laughs) You were right at first, and then you were so wrong. So, (laughs) your first instinct. I I agree. A sexual pole bending might be, you know, just be careful. Play safe. Well, just, you know, gotta grease that pole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, mom, uh, question five Bastinado. Bastinado? Mm-hmm. That's like Spanish for <sighs> losing your virginity. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
first of all, do you think sex or rodeo? Sex. Bastinado is is sex, mom. It's a it's a BDSM term. It is the act of whipping the sub's feet without shoes. Without shoes. Presumably, but <laughs> hey, if you if you want to have my slippers, you just go for it. Or heels, but not on my delicate little old lady feet with broken toe and minor stuff. Uh, wow, that's a the- good one. The next one is Pony Boy. Well, that's a band here in Eastern Washington, and there's um, five members. I don't know if they're <laughs> sexual with each other or not. So, what was the question? Unfortunately, <laughs> band was not one of the available options. Uh, Pony Boy, mm-hmm. sex or rodeo? Uh, that's rodeo. And what 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 does it mean? That means when you pony, uh, you're on the pony. And you're taking, you're teasing the stud horse, having it get a big wiener so that it'll breed the mare. <laughs> your, your rodeo definitions always take a sharp sexual turn <laughs> that I don't ever see coming. Uh, so no, pony boy is actually a sex term. Uh, and in the BDS community, it refers to a man who role plays as a horse or a pony for a dominant partner. <laughs> Which that actually sounds like a rodeo term to me. It is. <laughs> but I guess, you yeah. Know, depends on where you do it, I guess. They do pony horses, though. That's a, that's called a thing. It's when you ride, like, if it's a racehorse and you're taking it out on the track, the pony guy is the guy that leads the guy on the horse. Oh, I bet. Makes I wonder sense. if that's where it came from. I don't know. Question seven, Mom. How about reverse shrimp tie? Well, that's not either. That's a fishing term. <laughs> So when you're going to fish for a bigger fish, you sometimes you tie the shrimp tail down, sometimes tail up. And, oh, if it's in a mm, sexual, maybe that girl needs to wash her twat. (laughs) God. What? Okay, great. (laughs) When you go fishing in her vagina? (laughs) I don't know. No, you know, good morning, ladies. The guy walks by the outhouse. Um, hmm. I think it's sexual. Correct. Right. It is. It is. It is sex. It is a specific type of rope and knots configuration uh, in bondage. Ooh, <laughs> no bungees, huh? Yeah. Uh, no bungees. No bungee cords. I mean, it feels like it'd be too elastic. You'd be able to get out or move around. Kyle, don't you like go along with it if you're doing it? It's like work with me. I'm gonna pre- do a pretend handcuff. I mean, yeah, if someone bungeed me up, that'd okay. be fine. I'd be done. All right, all right, mom. By my count, you've got four right and three wrong. This is for all the marbles, Kyle. What is our last one? Oh, okay. Last. All the balls. Here we go. All the balls. <laughs> uh, the last one is Big D Rodeo. Oh, that could be both (laughs) because there is um, a big rodeo between Dallas and Fort Worth. I will give you a hint that it is only one. There's only one. Big D rodeo. Hmm, Big dick rodeo. Yeah, I got it. Of course, sex. No? I think think we should count it because you're right the first time there is a... (laughs) rodeo 
or 50 maybe half right half wrong i don't know um there is a gay rodeo in dallas texas yep the big b rodeo i go both ways yep you're pretty much by um i'm very impressed you did very well in this game thank you all right, well, look at the time. Thanks for being on another episode of Mom's Planning. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thanks, Mom. It was awesome. Bye. Love you guys. Love you too. Say hi to Murph and everybody Bola, for me. Bola, balola. Okay, I will, honey. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. How do you get out this fucker? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, sure. Okay. Do <laughs> we um, expect anything less? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, so, last thing. Last thing. Yeah. You know, one thing about rodeos. What is the is... last thing in a rodeo? I think it's when they give oh. away the, the, the belt buckles. I thought it was like when they slaughter the giant pig or whatever. Yep. Great. The, the winner think... of the, the biggest pig. Um, I think that's the no. end of Lord of the Flies, but you're close. Go ahead. <laughs> um, okay. In rodeos, yes. you ride horses. Yes. Occasionally without a saddle. Yes. So bareback. riding riding bareback. So I'm going to talk about riding a horse bareback. Um, this is an article from thesprucepets.com by Catherine Blocksdorf. Uh, and these are the steps to uh, riding bareback. And I'm going to include oh. the steps and also some quotes from the article. Okay, great. First, you need we are to talking, prepare. We're talking about an, an animal horse. Like, <laughs> I'm all I'm talking about is riding a riding bareback. Okay, great. On a horse. Here we go. Um, so first, prepare. Always a sure. good first step. You should make sure uh, that your horse is quiet and calm. Um, and quote. If you are concerned about becoming chafed, apply some petroleum jelly to the sensitive area before heading out, oh. uh, which that's good advice. Oh. Um, and the other and the other piece of advice for for preparation is start slow because quote you and quote you may want to start bareback riding for just a few minutes a day. <laughs> okay, the, great. After you prepare, then you need to mount. Oh yeah. This is, of course, riding bareback makes it more difficult. So, quote, you will have to use a mounting block or have someone give you a leg up, mm -hmm. which I always think it's, it's helpful to have someone else there to, to spot you, to give you a leg up. Yeah, just take a running start. <laughs> just, just, just take a running start and leap. <laughs> Even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. Isn't that the quote? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so after you mount, you will then need to maintain a comfortable position. Sure. And yeah. you want to, quote, aim to be light in your seat so you aren't a dead weight. Oh, yeah. This is where I fuck it up, I think. Yeah? Yeah. You're too too heavy in the seat. They use the word seat as butt because <laughs> butt yeah. might be too explicit or something. Yeah. You're not light in your seat? No. No. I just I just get tired. I get tired. Like, I just I just want to I just want to I just want to not have to exert myself too much, you know? That's why you start riding for just a few minutes a day. Start slow, Mike. Yeah, okay. All right. This is why we're going through this. So we all can learn how to ride bareback on a horse. The next step is uh, to start with a lead. Show you the ropes, so to speak. Show you, show you the ropes, uh, sometimes literally. Next step, 
practice proper form. So, mm-hmm. quote, think of letting your weight sink through your seat cushions and down through your legs. Keep your seat springy. Stay relaxed and flexible and do not forget to breathe. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's such good advice. Yeah. Thank Catherine. That's beautiful. Next, keep balanced uh, to yeah. avoid confusion. Yeah. yeah. So, quote, if you start to lose your balance, do not clench with your legs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that can cause some some confusion. Yeah. That would send some mixed signals. Yep. <laughs> and lastly, try longer rides. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I I've I, I've ridden bareback maybe more often than you than you might think. And okay. I, 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 I find I find every single time I have problems walking for a while. <laughs> I, I'm just really sore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe more petroleum jelly, according to Catherine. Uh, just, yeah. just slather that shit on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's just kinda, you got to get used to it. You got to work up those leg bones. Yep, yep. Great. Okay, great. So that's how to ride a ride bareback. Yeah, and as usual, you should do none of this at home, kids. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. This is Catherine's advice. Don't blame me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so we talked mostly about the rodeo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything was rodeo or rodeo uh, adjacent. So did, did, did we, did we do it? Uh, give us a yes, a tentative, a hesitant yes. Uh, all right. So <laughs> a yes minus. Should we, should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. I'm going to tie you up. Yeah. <laughs> this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. So are we back? We're back. <laughs> we're back. Uh, we're back from riding them horses. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker, or whatever. <laughs> that's from, that's not from any rodeo. Okay. <laughs> we, we're we moving on from rodeo now. <laughs> we're going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we have Discord, Discord. Uh, or in, in a Facebook group. Most of it is at Gayish Podcasts or search Gayish Podcast and you'll probably find us. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our mailbox mailbox is P.O. Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Have you checked that recently? Have you gone out? Have you braved the world? I go weekly, and every time when I get back, I just, like, shower myself in Lysol because the post office is gross. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, um, before we do our Gays and Straightest, uh, a couple of, oh. of, of, of notes. We have on July 25th, just a couple of days after you are hearing this, we have another live stream. We've been doing the last Saturday of every month during quarantine and are continuing that for July. So on our Facebook page, Facebook Live, July 25th, Saturday at 6 p.m. Pacific. Join us. It will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so convincing. Um, yeah. No, it's it's cool that, um, you know, not only do people join uh, the actual event, but a lot of people like we just hang out and chat and some of us drink. And and I'm always surprised at how many people just want to like hang out. So it's been a lot of fun. Yep. And speaking of drinking, um, we are also going to have a we're, we're doing them quarterly now, but we're going to have a happy hour with all of our Patreon supporters. That'll be Wednesday, August the 5th 
also at 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, so look for that in your Patreon messages. Yeah. Um, also, 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 uh, mm-hmm. vote for the podcast awards. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about that shit. Damn it. I I know. I remembered, which is, um, yeah. So we are, again, trying to uh, go from an award-nominated show to award-winning show. If you want to, if you dare to take that journey with us, uh, go to podcastawards.com. Uh, is, there is a very uh, quick registration process where you do have to give them your email address and then look for us in the LGBTQ category. Uh, you don't have to vote in all the categories if you don't want to. Of course, you can, but they don't matter because we're more important. Yeah, all you have to do is vote for us and the rest of them can fuck off. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we can do gays and straightest. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll go first. Okay, great. My gayest is I'm watching Better Call Saul right now, um, which is so good. Uh, but what has like happened in the past two episodes in a row is there's been like a faraway view of like establishing shot of a dude in the swimming pool without a shirt on and immediately Ooh. like i feel like i'm a kid again where i'm like oh, a shirtless man Pause. like i just like <laughs> he's hot and then it'll zoom in and like it, you know it'll be still like a mildly attractive person but not worthy of like but just shirtless dude in a pool all of a sudden it's just one of those things that i now have instinctual yep yep it's it's so um god do you remember do you remember pausing vcr tapes like just to get the perfect still of something that you wanted to jerk jack off to well no because our vcr was in the um the family room so we i couldn't i couldn't Uh, yeah so was ours i wonder how i accomplished that (laughs) i just paused the video of the backstreet boys when i was watching online nice my straightest thing is i um after I felt like a lot of uh, protesting that I was doing for Black Lives Matter. I have not protested at all the past couple weeks and uh, seeing terrifying things that are happening in Portland. There's still uh, uh, things happening in Seattle, which hopefully everyone is scared of all this crazy shit that's happening. But not protesting is my straightest thing because, yeah, I don't know. You just get to hang out and be chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the the gay thing about me this week is is sort of similar. Um, it's it's real sad and scary, and I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but like the things that are going on in Portland are absolutely terrifying. And like the actual legit, I'm not kidding, fear about like is this how it ends up that all the gays are rounded up and sent to a camp or something? Like it mm-hmm. it really is scaring me, and it's putting me in this dark, like anxious about the future place. And that's yeah. that's it's. I don't think it's something that especially white straight people even worry about or consider much less actually think it could happen. So yeah. Yeah. That's terrifying. It is. Yeah. And, and Seattle would be a, a place for it to go next. Yep. 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 Uh, but the straightest thing about me this week, this is day four for this (laughs) t-shirt. I I think it could probably stand up on its own. Um, it's, (laughs) it's just gross. But and I think that's pretty straight, guy. Yeah, yeah. What maybe maybe after this you 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 take a shower and put on something new. Oh, why? That's true. <laughs> Don't kink point. shame me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, I think we're done, skis. No, 
we have a we have a voicemail. We have a gayest oh. and straightest from voicemail. Oh, okay. Hello, Mike. Hello, Kyle. My name is also Kyle. You can feel free to use me or my name however you wish. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to call and give you my gayest and straightest. But first, I wanted to let you know that I'm a new you uh, new listener. I've been listening to you guys for the past couple of weeks while I'm at work, and I appreciate what you guys do. That being said, my straightest is probably drinking a beer in the shower while playing air guitar to Metallica. (laughs) And my gayest is immediately after putting on eyeliner and heading to my local gay bar for the first time to see a drag show. And while I bolted immediately after the drag show and only one person talked to me to ask me what time it was, I had an amazing time. And... I have all kinds of anxiety, and I would not have been able to do that without listening to you guys. So thank you again for what you do, and have a good day. Ta-da. Oh, he he got he caught my feelings at the end. Yeah, we made somebody gayer. That's <laughs> we are recruiting you. Um, that's that's so amazing. And also, I, I love when people give us credit for shit they do. <laughs> but also, like, yeah. I always want to remind people, like, you were the one that chose to listen to a thing and then took that and made it into something useful and productive. So, like, give yourself ninety nine percent of the credit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I totally agree. It's nice to hear. It's very validating, but yeah, I, like, yeah, you, you, you did all of that. On it's on you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Also, we'll find out another name for you to use. Just <laughs> there can only be one. Thanks uh, for uh, calling in, Simon. Yep, yep, exactly. And uh, that's it. A special thank you, of course, to my mom, Patricia C. Johnson. Ma, thanks. Sure. <laughs> Uh, thank you to Lil Nas X for being so delightful on Twitter. Uh, thanks to Andy Samberg for being weirdly hot and I don't get it. Mm, and thank you to Willie Nelson for, for blunts and boys. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Ride em, cowboy. See you next week. Okay, just had to.